This is the day the Lord has made. Welcome again to 5-Minute Devotions. My name is Jeff Kester. Today we'll be continuing our walk through the book of 2 Corinthians, and I'll be reading all of chapter 7 out of the New Living Translation. Because we have these promises, dear friends, let us cleanse ourselves from everything that can defile our body or spirit, and let us work towards complete holiness because we fear God. Please open your hearts to us. We have not done wrong to anyone, nor led anyone astray, nor taken advantage of anyone. I'm not saying this to condemn you. I said before that you are in our hearts, and we live or die together with you. I have the highest confidence in you, and I take great pride in you. You have greatly encouraged me and made me happy despite all our troubles. When we arrived in Macedonia, there was no rest for us. We faced conflict from every direction, with battles on the outside and fear on the inside. But God, who encourages those who are discouraged, encouraged us by the arrival of Titus. His presence was a joy, but so was the news he brought of the encouragement he received from you. When he told us how much you longed to see me, and how sorry you are for what happened, and how loyal you are to me, I was filled with joy. I'm not sorry that I sent that severe letter to you, though I was sorry at first, for I knew it was painful for you for a little while. Now I'm glad I sent it, not because it hurt you, but because the pain caused you to repent and change your ways. It was the kind of sorrow God wants his people to have, so you were not harmed by us in any way. For the kind of sorrow God wants us to experience leads us away from sin and results in salvation. There's no regret for that kind of sorrow, but worldly sorrow, which lacks repentance, results in spiritual death. Just see what this godly sorrow produced in you, such earnestness, such concern to clear yourselves, such indignation, such alarm, such longing to see me, such zeal, and such a readiness to punish wrong. You showed that you have done everything necessary to make things right. My purpose then was not to write about who did the wrong or who was wronged. I wrote to you so that in the sight of God, you could see for yourselves how loyal you are to us. We have been greatly encouraged by this. In addition to our own encouragement, we were especially delighted to see how happy Titus was about the way all of you welcomed him and set his mind at ease. I had told him how proud I was of you, and you didn't disappoint me. I have always told you the truth, and now my boasting to Titus has also proved true. Now he cares for you more than ever when he remembers the way all of you obeyed him and welcomed him with such fear and deep respect. I'm very happy now because I have complete confidence in you. Have you ever had to tell somebody something that they didn't really want to hear? Well, that's what Paul did with the book of 1 Corinthians. He basically had to tell the people of Corinth a lot of things that they didn't really want to hear. And in the long run, it helped them. Even though it kind of hurt them for a while, it made them have to self-reflect, and it made them angry at Paul, and they didn't understand why. But over the course of time, they realized that, you know what, they were in the wrong. You know, so many of us have friends or have family members who are headed down a wrong path. And it's up to us to say, hey, look, I think the way you're going, what you're doing isn't necessarily the best way. But you say it in love. You say, look, I care about you. I'm saying this because I love you. I'm saying this because we're friends. That the path you're headed down is a path of destruction or the path you're headed down isn't a great path for you to go down. And I'm concerned because I love you. You know, so often we don't do that. 
we live in an age where, you know, we'd rather be their friend. We'd rather them, you know, self-destruct in a way that's not good for them at the risk of the friendship. You know, sometimes it's okay to risk a friendship. Sometimes it's okay to tell something, somebody something openly and honestly. You know, what it does is it eventually builds the friendship. It builds a relationship. If it does sever the friendship or the relationship, then guess what? At least you said your piece. At least you said something that you knew needed to be said. But remember, the other side of that coin is don't say what you need to say in anger. Say it in love. Say it because I love you. This is, I see a destructive path in your life, or I see you going down the wrong road. You know, we have a responsibility to tell people when they're in the wrong. And that's not to say that we're better than somebody else, but we want them to live a better life. We want them to live life to the fullest. So if you do see somebody going down the wrong path, pray about it. Make sure that you're saying the right words. Make sure that what you're saying is being said in love. Because you don't want to end the friendship. You don't want to end the relationship. But at the end of the day, you want to be able to say, look, what I said needed to be said. It's what's best for you. Just like Paul says in 2 Corinthians, look, what I said was harsh at the time, but it, it made you stronger. It made you better people. It made you better Christians. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for putting the people in, in our lives that you have. And God, if there's anybody that we need to talk to this week or the next, or they're headed down a path that's not God-honoring, God, give us the courage, give us the words to say to them so that they can follow you with all their heart, soul, and mind and strength. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Remember, you're a love child of God. And how are you going to echo Christ today? We'll see you tomorrow.